Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited for today's episode with Olivia Amato. She is just such a cool girl. Like her energy is amazing. She's just somebody that I definitely would want to be friends with in real life. And it's funny because when someone has a lot of followers, like you just never know what they're going to be like. And she's awesome. I'm really excited for you to hear this episode. And before we get into it, going to answer a few of the questions that you wrote in. And then we'll get right to it. This person says, my ex of 10 months and I ended things three weeks ago. He is extremely avoidant and has not figured himself out. I don't think he was fully ready to be in a relationship. He is already back on hinge as of a week ago, apparently. And his relationship looking for says figuring out relationship type. He is not the type to sleep around slash date a lot. Is it common for avoidant attachment males to seek validation in this way or to boost ego? Why do guys do everything but go to therapy? Love your pod, by the way. It's really helping me heal. Thanks so much. Thank you. So this is really hard. I think that this is a typical guy who is definitely not ready for a relationship. I'm curious how old he is, but it just sounds like based off what you said, he is definitely not looking for anything serious. And also he wouldn't want to attract anybody who is. Maybe he in his avoidance is a little scarred from being with you if you're secure and not avoidant. We did a whole episode on this actually with Chris Ratcliffe about avoidant attachment style folks. So I highly recommend you listen to that episode to kind of learn more about what he like where he's coming from and his perspective not saying that like he's great or anything just saying that some people are avoidant and it might not have to do with you it might not have to do with you know it might be something that had happened in his childhood or with his parents relationship whatever it is but clearly he is just perpetuating his need for like being an avoidant person and not wanting a serious relationship so i guess it's kind of like in a way good knowing that he didn't just like change after you and now wants a serious partner, you know, like this is who he is. And it's a good thing that you're not with him because he obviously wouldn't have been able to give you what you need. This one says question to discuss how much is okay versus too much to change slash influence your significant other example, encouraging them to be more active, encouraging slash teaching them how to be more dominant in bed encouraging them to be more confident, 
to have a more positive outlook, be more financially responsible, etc. In some ways, there are small things for the better, and I've seen friends do it successfully. In other ways, it's still trying to change them, which we know is a no-no. This is really hard. And again, I feel like it does depend on age. Like if you're trying to change a 30-year-old man to do all these things, like I would just pack it up and walk away. But if this is a guy in his younger 20s, part of dating men, and it's funny because Taylor Swift literally just spoke about this in her new release song, like to all the girls you loved before or something. It's all about how women who date men, like we shape them for, unfortunately, sometimes for their next relationship because we get these like molds, which we have to change and fix because we want them to be better for us, but it ends up being better for them and ultimately for their next partner, if that's not going to be us. Unfortunately, a lot of men, especially if they weren't raised perfectly, which no one really is, have a lot of changes to be made. We do too, by the way. I'm I'm not taking onus away. We definitely do too. But I think it's like, are you changing things that are surface level or are you changing deeper things, fundamental things, their values? Because their values and fundamentals, they're not going to change. But little things like how they, you know, dress and being more financially responsible, being more active, how they're acting in bed. I think that's okay. But like encouraging them to be more confident, that's or to have a more positive outlook. That's where I'm like, well, this is who they are. This is their personality. And at a certain point, it's like, are you trying to fit a round peg into a square hole? which I have personally been guilty of in past relationships and never, ever worked for me. So in an ideal situation, you meet someone who you don't want to change at all, but that's very rare. And again, that only kind of happens when you meet a little later on. Like I have said before, when I met Steven or got together with Steven, I didn't want to change anything about him, but he was a 29-year-old man. If I had met him when he was 24, 25... There were definitely a a lot of things that I probably would have wanted to change about him, but he kind of did that work on his own for those next, you know, several years until we met. So I think it is a question of age. And I think that ask yourself, like, are you trying to change fundamental things about who they are or surface level? The next question is how to manage slash deal with dating a mama's boy, what boundaries to set, where to draw the line and know you need to walk away. Okay, I feel like this is controversial of me, but I would 1000% rather date a mama's boy than a boy who's like a brat to his mom. But I do know that there's a fine line where it becomes like too, too much. Like I always think of Billy Madison where there's, I know this is weird because it wasn't his mom, but there was like this character who has a son and like is obsessed with Billy and she like keeps like blowing her son's nose and like, wiping it all over herself. I don't know. (laughs) That's really weird. But if you know the reference, you know the reference. There's, I mean, there's definitely a point where it is too much, but the transition does happen. And I usually see like a mama's boy will transition to being like a, you know, a wife's boy in a way, if that makes any sense. Like he'll transfer the neediness he has for his mother to you in hopefully a way that's not like horrible and cringe, but more just like 
you become the focal point instead of the mom, which I think is great. But if that never happens and if he never makes you feel like you're number one and always makes you feel like you're number two to his mother, that can be really difficult. And I think I've seen that happen so many times and that doesn't even change until there are like kids in the picture. And then the wife finds her footing to kind of be like, now it's my show and I'm the boss. But I think that before that, it can be challenging, especially if this is a mother who like really pushes in and meddles in your relationship. I think that the best case scenario is that the man you're in the relationship with is at least aware of like the mother's influence in his life. The worst is when they're delusional and they're like, what do you mean? My mom's just trying to help. Like, what do you mean? Of course, my mom's going to pick up my clothes. Like she's my mom. Instead of like, yeah, I guess it's a little weird that like she still picks out my clothes, but like I like it, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, let's see how self-aware he is about this scenario. And I would say you only need to walk away when he is constantly making you feel secondary to the mom. And like that is never going to change because if that's never going to change, then where is your future? Because it sounds like he's saying nowhere. Okay, this one's a little long, so bear with me. I'm newly 21. I work part-time as a barista and part-time as as a receptionist at a clinic. I would say my life is relatively in order. I don't go out or party or get drunk. I'm goal-oriented and driven, and I don't relate to a lot of people my age. A few weeks ago, a very attractive guy came into the shop. He spilled his coffee. I helped him clean it up. He was chatty, asked me my name, and we talked about how I just moved to town and what I do for work. I've seen him in the coffee shop a few other times. And the other baristas told me he was staring at me. We made eye contact one time. And when I caught him, I kind of raised my eyebrows at him and made a face in a cute way. And he kind of smirked and looked away. We, I did some sleuthing online as one does and found out he's 37. I think he's attractive. I've always been into older guys. I find that other 21 year olds don't have life goals that align with mine. And I like how cultured and experienced most older, older guys are. Is that age gap too big? I know that I'm going to end up dating someone much older than me. I always pictured five to eight years, but this guy is super attractive and I don't want to not shoot my shot if it's not weird. Also, do you think he'd be weirded out? And if it goes well, does him being receptive to dating a 21-year-old make him a creep? Okay, here's the reality. Guys will always love younger women. They just do. Like that's, that's how they do it. Like I have done so many dating consultations with men and their age range on dating apps is always like 21 to blah, 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 no matter how old they are. It's actually wild. So I wouldn't say it makes him a creep that he would want to date you. What I will say is it might be a reflection of his maturity level. Like maybe he's 31, but he's more of a 25 year old when it comes to maturity. And maybe you're 21, but you're more of a 30 year old when it comes to maturity. So it's very possible that you guys might meet in the middle when it comes to how you guys are in your maturity. And that's okay. I say give this a try. Age is just a number as long as you're both legal and not, you know, feeling like one is being pressured by the other. It seems like you do have a genuine connection. The worst that could happen is that you hook up and he doesn't take you seriously or maybe you aren't into him and that's okay. I I don't think that age gaps should have such a negative stigma that they do. It's just not a big deal. And I hear so many times about amazing couples who are 10, 15 years apart. So give it a try. And now I'm so excited for the episode with Olivia. 
I am very excited about this new podcast sponsor because I am someone who has struggled with my hair for so long. After going off birth control, I experienced serious hair loss. And as you know, I wear extensions, but I've really wanted to cultivate like good hair of like my real hair so I can finally get rid of these extensions. And so Pros is a new brand that we've been working with. Well, not new, but new to us. They make custom hair care that's effective because it is personal. They use natural ingredients with proven results and they customize every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. First, Pros starts by asking about your hair goals. Like for my goals, I obviously wanted to increase volume, increase thickness, shed less. Um, And then their in-depth consultation also asks about you as a person, like what your lifestyle is like, your eating habits, exercise, things that could contribute or be contributing to your, let's say, hair loss or your hair dryness or whatever it might be. Then Pros analyzes all of your answers and they handpick clean ingredients that help you reach your hair goals. I am loving their root source hair supplements and their styling gel because I feel like my hair can just like look frizzy right after I blow dry it. But the styling gel helps it look nice and way better than it would on my own. Also, if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take all the products back, no question asked. Pros is the key to achieving all your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today when you go to pros.com slash Acme. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Acme for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with the queen of Peloton, Olivia Amato. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for coming on. Of course. I'm so excited to meet you in person. You look even more beautiful than you do on the screen. That's very sweet. Even though I have to be honest with you, I would never be able to get through one of your classes because they're <laughs> so fucking hard. You can. I feel like everyone says that. I'm like, just modify. Do you have a favorite instructor? I won't be. So I, like, I was just I saying before this, <laughs> I literally all I think all of Peloton is too hard for me. Like, I'm okay. not even kidding. I'm okay. I'm just like not like a biker. OK, I, that's fine. I could probably do like the strength classes. But yeah, I would try like core. Do you like running? No, you hate it. <laughs> What's, what I forms of workouts moving. do you like? I, I like moving. I like Pilates. Oh, we have Pilates now. OK, that's so, what like, I would do. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely will. Yeah. Let's chat. Let's do it. What is your favorite type of romantic gesture? Okay. So like love language situation. Kind kind of. of. Or just like something that you're like, oh, I'll never get sick of, you know, someone picking me up and like giving me a huge hug or giving me flowers. I feel like, yeah, I, it's so funny because I used to like not care about like the flowers and the things like that, but it's not 
as much like the actual flowers. It's like the act of like, oh, I was coming home from work and I thought of you. Mm. I think that like is something that never gets old, especially, you know, as we get older, like we're just so busy and like there's so many things in life that just kind of like are in your day. And if you're thinking about your significant other at the end of the day, like I just think it's a nice thing. Like I try to do something nice too. Not every day, but yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) Would you say that that means your love language is gift giving or have you ever taken the test? Yeah, I did. And it wasn't gift giving. It was quality time Mm -hmm. and words of affirmation. Interesting. But like, I think maybe that's, I haven't taken it in a really long time. Yeah. So like now in my head, I'm like, words are bullshit. Like it's actions, right? Like you could say like, a million things, but like if you're not actually following it up with action, it's nothing. Yeah, so agreed. Maybe Facts. I just need to retake it. Yeah, maybe, but I I, I don't even think because you said it's not the gift, it's the thought. So yeah. maybe it, we need to add a love language. Yeah, thinking, like thinking them of, thinking about yes, us. Yes, yes. I love that. <laughs> what is your current relationship status? I am single. No, I'm just kidding. I- <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. No, I'm just kidding. I am married. I got married about six months ago. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us a story. How did you guys meet? We met. It's like one of those weird stories. I was dating somebody else who was kind of like in the circle of where my husband is now, if that makes sense. But we just like knew of each other. We actually went on a double date with other people. So kind of awkward. And then like six years later, life went on, whatever. And we kind of reconnected when we were both single. I love that. Wait, tell us about this first date double date. How does that come to be? Yeah, like it's not like I was like on the date and like, wow, this guy, you know, none of that was happening. I was actually in a not great relationship and I was obsessed with him. Oh, you were on. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were saying your first date was a double date oh, like, no. with no, no. you and him <laughs> and another couple. You were with Actually, another partner and he was yes. with his partner. Yes. And you were on a double date. Yes. Oh, and was there a vibe? Be honest. Absolutely not. Like, truly, really? I was so obsessed with the guy that I was with. Like, he was not it. But like, I was like so in love with him. I wouldn't have even noticed if like Ryan Gosling walked in the door. Yeah. It was like one of those things. But I knew he was like a cool guy. Like I acknowledged he had like a cool presence and like was nice. I just like, I also like, I don't know if somebody, if I'm in a relationship, I'm not really looking. No, yeah. And like, especially if like another woman is date, like I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, I like no. her. You know what I mean? It's one thing if he were single and you were in that relationship yes. at the time. Oh yes. Like Which, I'm definitely like a girl's girl, like through and through. Like I'm not right. gonna like try and steal your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I could tell he was like a really cool guy. Yeah. Like a nice, genuinely nice person. So then how did you reconnect later on? He slid into my DMs like a Stop. creep. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Was he And it like- was about Peloton. Actually, no. His friend was tagging him in my pictures. His friend from work. Uh-huh. And I was like, why? Who is this person? It kept like doing it for like days. And it kept, and I was like, I clicked on it and I realized I knew who he was like I'd met him years ago right so I was like hey like are you good like your friend keeps tagging you in like my pictures right so then that's I guess that's how it started that's so funny yeah. so what was the reason his friend kept tagging him in the photos because he was like a fan of yours and I was guess doing your yeah he was like this is gonna be your next girlfriend is that weird that is so weird. weird that friend like does he try to take all the credit oh now? yeah everywhere he goes like he tells <laughs> everybody amazing. and every time they're out because they work together and they like, go out to dinners He'll like message me and tell me like, he'll be like, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so what happened with 
the two relationships that you guys were in when you were on that double date because you said you were like really obsessed with this guy. Oh, obsessed. Yeah. We broke up because like, I think ultimately like he didn't really know where he was in life and like what he wanted to do. And it was very, it would come out in our relationship. Like he was just like one of those people who'd be like, all right, I'll meet you at this time on Friday. And then like cancel last minute. Like it was very Mm. just like, he was really selfish. And it became to a point where I just felt like I was constantly like giving everything. And I feel like in those relationships, like you can love somebody so much. And then it comes to a point where you're just like, I have not like I'm done. Right. Yeah. And what happened with his relationship that he was on or in at the time? I don't like know exactly. I know that it, they just like they were together for a while and it wasn't working. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about your timeline once you re like once the DMs happened. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he asked you out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then like how old were both of you when when you had gone on your first date? It was really only like three years ago, three okay. and a half years ago. Yeah. It moved pretty quick because basically like we went on like a date or two and then COVID happened. Right. So I was very much like in my I'm single, doing my own thing, living by myself kind of life and I was really like enjoying that and then COVID happened and we were forced to like speak kind of spend every waking moment together because you know yeah no I know you couldn't (laughs) had like literally the same story with my husband yeah more or less like we were like a few months before COVID okay okay so yeah I feel like it would have either worked and like broke or broken us. So right. like we wound up working, but it really sped up our relationship for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I feel like it makes you like put your guard down way sooner than you yeah. actually would have. A hundred percent. And wait, so how old were the two of you when I was? So he's a bit older than me. So okay. I was 26 and he was I'm like, how old is he? How old am I? <laughs> he was 37, 36, okay. 37. And so you're, you have like a 10 year age yeah. difference? Nine, 10. Yeah. Do you ever notice it? Like, is it? Um, Like, I still feel like I'm more mature than him. Yeah. Which I'm sure you but are. But I feel like, I mean, I would say like, he's like ready for kids and I'm not there yet. Right. So maybe that. But I would say in terms of like, we're both like, you know, in our careers and, you know, doing well. And we both are at the same place there. So yeah, I would say that's the only kind of part. Yeah. And I fully forgot to ask in the beginning, mm. but where are you from? New York. Oh, okay. yeah. Amazing. You said you're from New York, yeah. too, right? Okay, cool. You what, grew up in the city? So, Manhasset on Long Island. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then also New York. So, right, right, right. Yeah. And he is from? He's from Ireland. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. Yep. He's from Galway. Does he so have an accent? He does. That's so cool. Is it? I feel like I'm over it now. <laughs> it used to, it was cool for like a minute. Yeah. Um, He's from Galway. So that's and that's why we got married in Ireland. Do you feel like there are any cultural differences? Like what? I'm trying to think of like things that like really come to mind. Yeah. Like maybe. Okay. so I dated someone from England. So maybe this will be helpful for you. So for for me, I felt like it was like the like the tipping thing was kind of different. But I'm sure he's acclimated to New York tipping now. Definitely. Like the like bringing a gift when you go to someone's house thing. Like they don't know to at first. I don't know. Like. I'm trying to think like exactly like there are definitely cultural differences and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like, oh, like I think. One, OK, a big thing is they don't share as much mm-hmm. as that. Or at least what I've noticed, like 
you know, I'm kind of an open book. Oh, yeah. So they're kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, it's crazy for somebody to share that much that early or even ever. And I feel like it's getting better now, but it's kind of everything's great and amazing. And, you know, when I'm like, okay, like, let's keep it real for a second. Right. Things aren't always going to be like that. And I don't know. I think he's kind of adapted to that a little bit. Like, he never really opened up as much in a relationship before because he kind of just kept everything in and kept everything to himself. So I have seen that growth from him in that sense of like, you know, recognizing it's okay to open up and talk about, you know, what you need to talk about. Yeah, totally. And I feel like a lot of like Irish, English people like are very anti-therapy still. Yes. Whereas like American guys are like a little bit now, like, oh, I'll at least see a career coach, you know? 100%. And like, even with how quickly our relationship moved, I think in the beginning he was very like, oh my God, this is not how like it's supposed to go. Like you're supposed to date for four years and then get engaged. And like, you know, for him to kind of be like, oh wait, but this is actually what I want. Right. And it may not be what everybody else thinks is like, oh, this is how it works, but it's what works for me. Right. Yeah, no, totally. You guys are always asking me what matchmaking services I love, and I'm here to tell you that Talkify is the number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. If you're having a hard time meeting great people to date and you keep trying the same methods over and over again and failing, it's time to say goodbye to swiping on these dating apps and back to bringing the human touch to dating with Talkify. It works where the matchmakers at Talkify meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner, and then they select and screen potential matches and candidates for you, doing background checks so you don't have to, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates so you can skip the annoying small talk. From there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions and handles all communications for you, which creates a really safe and stress-free dating experience because let's be honest, especially for women, it's not always safe. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of their clients met their person within the first 12 matches. So that's saying a lot, guys. Right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash Acme. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash Acme for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash Acme. Get to it and let me know if it works because I think it's a really cool idea. Before meeting your husband, you were obviously, you know, in relationships, but you were also single. Yeah. What was it like being single in the city? Any fun stories you can share with us? Yeah, I feel like it's really fun, but it's also really draining and like exhausting. Kind of when you're in it, you're like, wow, this is like, you know, you meet someone horrible one day and then someone who's cool the next day someone you can see like you're like friends what you could be a friend but not anything more than that and there's so many options so you feel like you could be talking to somebody and they disappear because they found something right. you know better or whatever it may be so i feel like it's definitely like a mind game for sure you know i yeah dating stories like i used to i feel like i could write a book on like how to go on a, the proper date <laughs> in new york I have had like very strange situations. Like I remember once I was in this restaurant in West Village 
And the guy walks in with like a, a gym bag. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, he works out, like whatever. Yeah. And we're sitting at dinner and it's like, it was like a one of those like 12 course dinners, which do not do unless you know the person. No, <laughs> PSA, not do not good. do that ever. But this was before I could write my book. So I was like, okay, whatever. And the gym bag's just like there. Again, it's a 12 course dinner and like we leave and he like puts the gym bag on the floor and a dog jumps out of it. And I was like, what? Like you had your dog in a gym bag, like underneath the thing. Like it was, it was like breathable, whatever. Yeah, but like, but do you want to tell me like you're, also I'm a huge dog person. Right. Like I love dogs. Like I would have been. Amped. And that's like, but still, even though it's breathable, like don't treat your dog like yeah, that. What the hell? He's like, yeah, it's my sir. I'm like, okay, you're out. Like we're done. We're, what was we're his good. reasoning? He's just like, yeah, he likes it. Like, he's just like chills. That's so fucking like, weird. Okay. Just like communicate it then, yeah, bro. Just, like, let me, but it didn't make a peep. It was that's so weird. strange. Maybe he drugged his dog. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's that's not just, good vibes. No. <laughs> Wait, but now I know I'm drumming around, but it's yeah. it's all going to come together. Okay. You guys had this COVID thing at mm. what point? And then he like realized, you know, this is the pace that he wants because he wants to spend the rest of his life with you. Mm. What was his proposal like? It was really weird. He didn't talk to me for like a week. So I'm like, okay, he's, we're breaking up. Like that's, I thought he was going to break up with yeah. me. He wasn't like texting me during the day, but then, yeah, it was like during a weekend, I think. I have the worst memory. And he was like, all right, we're going to, let's have like a staycation. Cause it was COVID. Like you couldn't go anywhere. Like that was the thing. Like we didn't get to go on like trips together and right. like, do anything because we couldn't. So he started planning like these little, yeah, like, staycations in the city. So we were going to go stay at a hotel. Toby, my dog, I have two dogs and Toby, I just had one at that time. He was like, Toby's going to come. So like, let's go, whatever. He's like, can you put Toby's collar on, whatever. And I'm like, can you just do it? I'm doing X, Y, and Z. He's like, no, I really need you to put the collar on. I'm like, okay, like chill. So I went to go put the thing on and I didn't see it, but the ring was like on the collar. Oh yeah. So I put it on and he's like, are you kidding? Like, what? What's wrong with you? So then I saw it and I was like, it was really no, cute. No, that's yeah. really, really cute. It was cute. I also meant to ask, yeah. when is your birthday and when is his? I'm August 8th. Okay, and Leo. And he is January 16th. Capricorn. Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I feel like you are guys are both- Are they not supposed both... to work? No, no, no. I mean, the rest of your chart is more important than like the sun sign. Okay. And Leo and Capricorns are great matches. It's Obama and Michelle. Okay. But um, <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, yeah, but but it's definitely people, two people with strong personalities. Yes, yeah. So are you really big into like? I'm into astrology for okay. sure, a little bit. I find it so interesting because I yeah. feel like I do embody like I don't know too much. Like I wouldn't say I'm well versed, but like what I do know about Leos, I feel like I do embody most of it. Yeah, I think, and most people who I know who are whatever they are, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Totally. Tell us a little bit about how you got started with Peloton. Were you always doing like workout stuff in the space or did you have like a normal job and you mm. just like liked riding your bike? And then all of a sudden <laughs> someone scouted you riding your bike and was like, you, you know what, you should do that forever. I actually worked on Wall Street before working at Peloton, but I was always like a really big athlete growing up. I did like all the sports and it was such a big part of my life, but I wound up, I was going to play either field hockey or lacrosse in college. I wound up going a different route. I cheered for a little bit and then did nothing for like the last two years. And I really always felt like something was missing. And when I would like meet with my guidance counselor, he'd be like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to go into fashion. I did an internship in fashion and I didn't like it. 
so we found like he's like okay you're really good in math i'm good at like math and science weirdly and not like social like all that kind of stuff yeah so he was like you're good with that you like talking to people you like you know connecting with people so like finance work on wall street so i was like okay sure whatever got an internship got a job from the internship so i worked there right out of college and i liked it like i liked the aspect like of there's like a competitive part of it and you do need to like be able to make relationships with people because you know people can go i worked in sales and like they can buy from anybody like why are they gonna buy from you it's mm-hmm. relationship based so i started taking all my clients to like fitness classes because i became obsessed with like all the different workouts you can do. Like it was like the best part of my day. I would do it in the morning or at night. So I started taking them there and we kind of talk after the class about like the stock market and get like a green juice or whatever. And even when I would hear the different instructors talking in class, I was like, it felt like they were speaking to me and that like, I was like, I really feel like I should be up there. And like, that's right. what I should be doing because again, it was like taking over my day, my life. And it kind of brought me back to my younger years when sports were like my life and it was Mm -hmm. so important to me. I just didn't know like you could turn something like that into a job. So fast forward, I wound up quitting, leaving and just kind of like going for it. It was so many different things at once that started and then I got recruited from Peloton a couple years later. Amazing. And how has your like role at Peloton kind of changed from when you started to now? Yeah, so I started on the tread. So I helped them I was one of the four instructors starting the tread program for them. And then a year into that, I did the bike too. So I kind of do a little bit of everything now. I do strength as well. It's definitely evolved in terms of like, it's just so much different than when I started. Like there's, we're global now. There's so many more instructors. There's more classes. There's more opportunities. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy even thinking about like what it was from then. I mean, we used to teach at West Village and 23rd Street and now we're, all at one big location in Hudson Yards. So like we're all kind of together and, you know, people come from literally everywhere to just come take a class. I'm like, what are you guys doing here this weekend? They're like this. I'm like, what? Like, you're here for just this? It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you ever get creeped out by like (laughs) people who are just like repeatedly in your classes? Like, I don't know, like I imagine you have like similar to your husband, a lot Mm. of guys who are fans of you and take your class, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I feel like, honestly, no, the people who take class, like you almost establish some sort of a bond with them because they have a leaderboard name. So you can, you know, their name, like from the leaderboard, some of them, I mean, it's gotten big now. So, but like the kind of diehard Peloton people who are coming, like they've kind of been around a bit or I don't know, it's just people who kind of really want to be there and like take your class in their home and are like, you know, they want to meet you because you're such a big part of their life mentally and, you know, wellness aspect. You know, obviously there are, there have been, you know, weird instances, not members necessarily, but like you do get people who cross the line and things like that. But I'm sure you get like crazy DMs. What's the craziest DM you've ever gotten from someone who's like obsessed? Oh, (laughs) I mean, I can tell you. You have to tell us. Yeah. We're dying to know. There was one guy who his last name on social media was my Amato. Mm-hmm. So we were married. Um, he thought you were married. Yeah. Oh, and um, he didn't like Danny very much. So, yeah. But he, the piece. He, yeah. He was like, I'm going to get rid of your husband because like, we're married. Yeah. <gasps> That's yeah. so scary. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. actually scary. Yeah, for sure. 
I'd imagine most of them are nice or just like 100 so, like everyone's ama- yeah. like for the most part, like you're always going to get like not not nice people. But like you can't I'm sure you, you know how it is. Like right. you're always going to get a few people who just. And I just don't understand it because like I could never, ever message someone like if I didn't like somebody for some reason, I just I like never. wouldn't talk to you. Yeah, I would never. Like I would never reach just out message just to be them mean. And I be don't like, get I, it. Yeah. So like if you don't like that, I wear my hair up or red lipstick or whatever, just don't take my class. Yeah. No, that's such you know? a good point. I actually. So one time in my entire life, I wrote on a celebrity's thing, something like not nice and it's actually it was was crazy I was in such a dark place at the time when I did it and and that's the only reason why I did it and that's how you know that like if someone does that they're in a really dark place it was like years ago when Instagram like was like first starting out I think it was like either Nicole Richie or like someone who was like really like malnourished or something and I think I was like not feeling good about my body and I like said something like do you like you do eat ever or like right. something? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was something like that. Like I have this like weird memory but of doing that. The fact that you remember it and you're self aware enough to be like, I was in a bad place. No, it was so embarrassing. Also, because like that was when Instagram had like a news feed. So like my like oh my people gosh. I know like saw that I wrote that and they were like, What is that. wrong with you? Like why would you write that? But that's something that I feel like that's so important because I have learned to be like, Okay, I actually feel bad. Like you're not in a good place. Yeah. So for you to exactly. you know reach out and and put me try to put me down, like yeah. I feel bad for you and I hope you figure your shit right. Out. Like imagine if every time someone wrote a mean comment, you saw a picture of them. Yeah. Like they sent yeah, a like picture of themselves exactly. with the comment. Like they would never, never, because they're hiding behind something. Yeah, because they're like so uncomfortable yeah. with the way that they are. But speaking of like body and, and yeah. stuff like that, because you're in this industry where. I don't want to say it matters what you look like, but like you want to motivate other people to want what you have. Right. So how do you deal with like your relationship with food and your body? Like how is it affected by what you do for a living? Yeah, it's interesting because it's one of those things where like, have you ever had like a friend come to you for advice and you know the exact advice to give them, but then when you're going through it yourself, you're kind of like, you don't, you're lost a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like that a little bit. Like I've kind of, you know, I have my good days and my bad days, but there's definitely moments where I look at myself and I have, you know, I'm criticizing, you know, there's a camera, there's eight cameras in the studio. So like when you're looking at yourself, you're dissecting every little thing. And then also you get DMs that you try not to let affect you, but you're human. Like I'm human. I don't know why I'm saying you're, I'm human. So it's gonna like make you think a little bit or, you know, you can only, if I'm having a good day, maybe I, I kind of push it to the side, but if I'm not having a great day, it's gonna affect me more. So yeah, I think I'm, you know, I'm like anybody else. Like I have days where I feel like shit and my battle with eating well and, you know, I have to eat well to be able to perform the way I do. Like I can't not eat and get up and teach and feel good and look good and whatever. So I think I've kind of developed a relationship with food where it's still hard, but, and I'm still, you know, it's an everyday battle, but I'm, you know, doing the best that I can. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's nourishment. It's, you have to eat healthy. Right. What DMs are you getting about your body? Like, that's insane. Um, like, 
have they seen it? Like, what could I they mean, have to say? People are mean. Like, if you like look like you gained a few pat, like someone will message you and be like, and say something. That is crazy. To yeah, me. I mean, it's nuts. That has never and happened. It may to not me. even yeah. be true. Right. Like, it may just be somebody who's reaching out to put you down because whatever. Right. Right. Um, and course. it could be the opposite way too. It could be like yeah. you're you look. Like you're not, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Or it could be people who are just like. Someone thought that you were pregnant? Yes. Well, okay, there was a picture I posted. I can show it to you after. And I'm wearing like a dress, this like tight pink dress with like a little blazer over it. And it has lines on it. Um. So when you really look at it, like I didn't notice until I was getting the message, the comments, but someone was like, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not, A. Yeah. And like, are you kidding? Yeah, that's so rude. Like, just because, I think it was like a shadow kind right, of, but right, like right. very like. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I like what you said about like, you know, you have to eat for what you do. I mean, mm. there's no way that you would be able to do what you do if you didn't, but also like you do have to eat. Yeah, I guess healthy because healthy foods give you more energy and you totally. need all the energy. Totally. So like that's it actually is a good thing. Like, mm. but I hope that you like have days where like you're able to like whatever, eat the cookie type oh, of thing, 100%. you know, so it's just like that balance. Yeah. And it's about being able to eat the cookie. And I will say this to any like it's so crazy because if anyone was I would be like, yes, eat the cookie. Like, don't right. feel bad about it. But right. then, of course, there are going to be times where I eat the cookie and then I feel bad and I have to check myself. Yeah, no, totally. Like, that's just not it. Because there's no reason to. Yeah. Okay, looking back at your wedding. Yes. Anything you would have done differently? I do look at pictures and I wish I wore my hair down. Mm. For my ceremony. I do, yeah. I love hair up. I know, I thought I did too. But like, then I see pictures because I took my hair down at like for the rest of the night. I think that I would have maybe also enjoyed the process a little bit more. I think I was just like stressed. Like I hate making decisions. Yeah. And there's so many little decisions that you have to kind of make. And that stressed me out. Like I wish I was just like, oh, a little bit more enjoyed the moment a bit yeah, more. It's so um, hard to. It is really hard, yeah. right? By the way, like your hair looks so good up. I like I'm sure Thank it looks you. great down, but like so you have to show off those cheekbones. <sighs> like Thanks girl. I feel like I need to hang out with you more often. <laughs> what do you think of all the Peloton love stories? Yes. Who do we have now? We have Andy and Rebecca. Ben and Leanne. Ben and Leanne. I think that's it, right? Yeah. I love them. First of all, Andy and Rebecca are the same human. It's like crazy. I've known them for years. They're so happy. And it's like so lovely to see because they're the happiest I've seen since I've known them. And then Ben and Leanne, they're in the UK, but they're just so cute. Like, I mean, I don't think they like, can you get any cuter than them? Yeah. Like you can't. So cute. Um, So yeah. You guys have a dog, right? Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you have Toby and then you got one together. Yeah. So we, well, yeah, rescued. Um, it was a foster and now she's sane. Love it. Yep. How do you feel that having a dog has prepared you if it has mm. for future kids? I know you're not ready now. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it prepares you in a sense. Like I know friends who have had dogs and now have kids who will say like, it's, it's you know, very different, but there is a sense of responsibility that comes with having a dog. So I think just being like, oh, I can't go out and have another drink because like I have to go home and take my dog out. Like, right. I just think those are responsibilities that do prepare you. And you're like, this dog relies on me to food, to eat and survive and live. Like 
you know, that's going to be a human to a whole nother level at right. some point. So I think it is a little bit of a stepping stone in that sense, you know, and I don't know the first thing about having a kid, but I'm hoping it prepares you in some way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> a question that came up a lot was apparently your husband mm. used to date another person in the fitness world. Okay. Melissa Wood Health. Okay. And like a lot of people were wondering if that's like awkward, if you guys have ever met and like had to interact. That's so like literally no one's ever asked me that. That's so so people were asking that. People were asking that. Okay. People okay. are fascinated by like any connection That's that people so have that are in the same industry. It's so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like I've never met her. There's no like zero beef there. Yeah. We, like on my side. Yeah. No, like again, like I feel like if we did meet, it would be fine. Like yeah. I can't imagine. But yeah, no, like it's never been the one thing. Like I saw a picture of them. And he was wearing cargo shorts and it yeah. had a sidekick and I was like dying. So like, that's like my extent of yeah, yeah, yeah. like their relationship. So you had to troll him, obviously. Oh, 100%. Like that picture is everywhere. Anytime I can put that picture up, it, it's up. Yeah. But yeah, like, no, no beef at all. How much do you guys decide what to like talk about when it comes to exes versus like, me and him. Yeah. Meaning, you know, some guys yeah, are no, like, I, hear you. I was the first guy you ever met. Just like go with that. You know, like some oh. guys can be like that. We don't really like if it comes up, it comes up, but it hasn't come up too much. I would say if anything, his relationship like after Melissa is the one that because it was the more recent yeah, one. Yeah. And like I had met her before. His ex, his like most current ex. That was the one you met on the double. Yeah. Date. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like that. Yeah came up because mm -hmm. I think she was a bit upset. That you guys dated. Yeah. Because she probably was like, you met through me yeah. on that double yeah, date. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like, look, I get it. It sucks. Like we weren't friends. Right. But, you know, to know the person yeah. that your like boyfriend's now dating, it's just like not yeah, never it's, fun. It's not ideal. No, but yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do some rapid fire okay. poll questions. We do these on our Instagram and they're just like little polls. Okay. All right. Let's get right into it. Is there a difference between having feelings for someone and just wanting their attention? Yes or no? Yes. Can someone be pretty much perfect in every way, but a deal breaker that they don't work out or exercise at all? No. Does Danny. That's yeah, he does. Okay. Actually, I don't know. I've never dated somebody. Or I guess he like, does, doesn't. obviously, because that's how he found you. Yeah. You went out on three dates with someone and thought you had a really strong connection. You go away for a week with your friends. And when you come back, you find out that he asked out a friend of yours while you were gone. You, But he, you'd only been on three dates. He didn't know you were friends. No big deal. Red flag or deal breaker. Red flag. Oh, he didn't know you were friends. Didn't know. You, Your friend knew. Yeah, your Did friend knew. Did she say knew. yes? I guess. Yeah. Well, then red flag on her. Right. Right. I well, I think deal breaker because like after three dates, like you should be in love with me, I think. Like not actually in love with yeah, me, but no, like right. so hooked you're on right. me that you're not like asking another 100%. person out. He's done. He's out. You know, he's, he's out. Done. Is a certain level of doubt questioning normal or are you 100 percent certain if it's the right person? I think doubt like there's a certain level like everybody has doubt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like no. so in the minority here and everyone always is like, shut the fuck up. You're wrong. 
But I really feel like there's like no doubt when it's the right person. There's like, I guess maybe the question of like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have any doubt. We have other issues, right. but not like, doubt. Like, what about you if know? you get into a fight? Is there ever a moment where you're like, oh my gosh. Like if it's like a yes, bat, you know that, what I mean? You're like, am that, I, yeah. is this, is this wrong? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I feel so like funny. that's doubt. No, you're right? right. You're right. Because sometimes like I'll fight and I'll be like, oh my God, like, is he what mad at me? And then I'm like, wait, he's my husband. Like, yeah, you know? like, exactly. I'm exactly. like, is this going to be okay? And it's like, wait, yeah, it's going to better be okay. Right. If you and your partner share a place with two bathrooms, do you share one <laughs> slash make one a guest room or each get your own knowing the guests will use one sometimes? That one. Yeah. So Toby and Danny have a bathroom and they stay <laughs> out of my bathroom. The dog and Danny. <laughs> I love that. Which one is the guest bathroom? It's it's the Danny bathroom, but like okay. people are welcome in my bathroom. Right. It's just like in our off of our bedroom. So yeah, it's kind of yeah, like, same do you know us. what I mean? Same exact yeah. situation. Yeah. And every time like someone comes over, like if I have like a recording in my apartment or like yeah. there's a makeup artist, my husband will come home and be like, did someone use my bathroom today? Like he knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he knows. 100%. He like feels the towel. He's like someone used 100%, it. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like, you need to chill. But it's more like the opposite. Like he's just like not allowed in my bathroom. Yeah. 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 I think that's how you keep the mystery, yeah. you know? Yeah. Your ex-boyfriend broke up with you for another girl, but then you saw him on Bumble. Should you send the screenshots to the new girl? Yes or no? No, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's so petty. And like, what if they broke up? Yeah. Like, then you just really just look crazy. Involved, yeah. You've been seeing your partner for five months and you're in a happy relationship, but he says he doesn't know if he wants kids. You 100% do. Do you break up over this? Yes or no? I think it's definitely a bigger discussion that needs to be happen that needs to happen because if you 100% want kids and he doesn't, like that's going to be problems down the line. Yeah, true. On vacation with your significant other, is it normal to do some activities solo? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm like one of the people I like need my alone time. Yeah, me too. Um, It like makes me a better person Same. to be around. So yeah, even if it's just like going on a walk, 100%. listening to a podcast, yep. listening to this podcast, yeah, maybe that's what you're doing right you're now doing. on your solo. <laughs> I love it. We usually end it with a quote or piece of advice, but I'm going to actually ask you what your mm. mantra is as like mm. a workout person. Yeah, I, I feel like that's, Sure. A thing. I think, you know, I have a bunch, but I think one of my things that I really like to think about and I think about it daily is not better than others, better than yesterday. Mm. So, you know, remembering in a time where there's so much out there and, you know, people are constantly showing off what they have and what they're doing. It's like not focusing on what anybody else is doing, but just focusing on yourself and being your best self. I love that. Where can everybody find you, follow you, and take your classes? They can take my classes on the Peloton app or the bike or the tread, and they can find me on Instagram at Olivia Amato. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.